Bomb squad just left. They're gonna have some follow-up questions, but since you weren't here... Thanks. I should be thanking you for talking me off the ledge last night. That's what partners are for. Hey, do you know anything about this journal that Tommy Elliott wanted? Yeah, let's just say my dad's journals weren't poems about his feelings. This was an instruction manual to building every piece of Wayne technology. Well, it's a good thing that Batwoman's back. Why didn't you tell me about Cartwright? Honestly? Sometimes I feel like you think I'm some infallible hero that makes the right choice every single time. I just, I didn't want to see the look on your face when you realized you were wrong. I'm not wrong. I broke Batman's code. You think you're the only one? Ever wonder why the Joker hasn't reared his head in five years? He's not in Arkham, Kate. Both you and Bruce stared into the abyss. The question is, how long are you going to let us stare back at you? Okay, so I assume that you've seen this? Because you are good. <laughs> uh, hi, Mary. <laughs> Kate's not Batwoman. That would be a major time suck from real estate development, her actual job. It's fine, she knows. Mm-hmm. She, 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 knows, she, she knows what? Yeah, we don't have to play this little game anymore. What game? So you know what, Kate, you have a showing in 15 minutes. You should really get going. I'll let you two work this one out. Yeah, great. So you know what? I'm going to, you email me that investment strategy, and I'll make sure to, I'll forward you back some, some comps about the building's blueprints, and we'll, we'll make sure to get uh, on the, the numbers. Now you're just saying words. What's up, y'all, man? <laughs> <laughs> we back for another episode of Knights in Gotham Podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, of course. And I have with me today, like every episode, check the receipts. Sid Davis, man, back once again. Yes. Graces, bro. Man, look. A whole, they had a whole month. Bruh, fuck them. Because they didn't even say shit. I know I ain't crazy, but I don't remember nothing saying Batwoman will be back in May. I ain't hear nothing like that. They didn't. Fuck them, bro. They didn't. <laughs> what happened was these fools had episode 17 ready to go. Yep. They pulled it from the lineup mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't know why. Fuck them. But the rumor was like some reshoots. Or some, I don't know what was going on. Man. Fuck them, because I was ready that night. I was ready. All right? I was ready. But, you know, man, he gave us a little break. It would have been nice if they had said something so you can get your mind right and be like, all right, we got a month off, can do some shit. I, every Sunday, I was thinking, all right, maybe this today. Fuck them. Fuck <laughs> them. Bitches. Nah. <laughs> so if y'all think, fuck them too, use that hashtag KIGPod when you're listening to this podcast or when you're watching Batwoman Live. Um... Yeah, so we back. Episode 17. This is ta, 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 a narrow escape. In this episode, Batwoman encounters a new challenge. When an old villain resurfaces, Alice's limits are tested. Uh, what, what you thinking, man? What's, how, how, how was the episode? 
um, I didn't have an issue with this episode up until the ending mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of the, like, the very end, and it bothered me. And I'm like, wait a minute. To tell us from episode one all the way up to this one is it, it explains what happened and why mm-hmm. it happened. Mm-hmm. It just bothered me. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah, I had issues with this episode as well. Man, I guess they ain't nothing if they ain't consistent because when they own, they own. And when they off, some shit be off. Um, so with that being said, we open up with Kate playing video games, something we've never seen her do before. So that initially kind of threw me. And, oh, I hope this don't sound bad, but I was watching Supergirl and... The one chick, her sister, with the same kind of cut as Ruby Ruby Rose, she was like stuck in an alternate digitalized computer game. And that scene looked exactly like the scene from Supergirl. So I was like, man, this shit ain't real. That was my first thought. Then I saw Alice come in with some beers and they shooting the shit. I'm like, okay, now I know I ain't fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, I was kind of thrown off by that. I said, what in the hell is... Like, what's happening? I was like, wait a minute. How much time has passed since... Right. Yes. The whole double cross. And the hiatus really fucked me up because in it, this is what Riverdale used to do to me. It pissed me off because they would let a hiatus go by and just do some off-the-wall shit and you're supposed to just go with it. No, nigga. This, this right. shit don't match. So, um, but I did like seeing them together. As, as much... I'm more of an Alice fan than of Kate, of course, but... Seeing them together, sisterly, doing regular shit. Like, I like this scene. And it damn near kind of felt sad when Alice realizes, oh, this ain't real. I wasn't ready, man. I wasn't ready. I was not ready. So, I don't know what they're playing. Mortal Kombat, Tekken. I don't know. I'm not a gamer. Um, Some fighting game. <laughs> and uh, talking about hidden secret combos and stuff. Sometimes this show feels really down to earth and sometimes it just be like the fuck is y'all talking about um i thought that was a a pretty sweet nice scene i guess yeah they just just have too many writers Mm. for each like each episode it seems like it's a different writer Mm. Mm. yeah i wonder how that works out like if you have a show in hollywood and you know you have, let's say, 13 episodes, do you then be like, oh, I got a team of four? Like, how does that work? I, I don't know, because you can tell with, with certain shows when they just go by mm-hmm. the storyline, mm-hmm. and you have episodes that are filler. Yeah, yeah. Until automatically, okay, they got a whole new set of writers for the filler episodes versus the actual plot storyline. Mm-hmm. It seems like with Batwoman... It's, it's all over the place, man. We we got some consistencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got a whole lot of filler, but at the same time, it's, I can't tell. Like I think that's the problem. I haven't taken the time to see who the writers are. Yeah. I haven't even bothered looking at the credit. I mean, credits of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's... I'm trying to take my love of Alice off the table because I'm like man that I think I think that's clouding my judgment with a lot of episodes because I do like that character so much 
Um, I can see some of the shitty things that they're doing, but I gotta I have to revisit this. Like when this season is over, I might not watch every episode, but I might have to go back and like watch a few scenes from every episode and be like, okay, how how do I feel really? Because um, Crisis came in, and I don't think. I wonder what kind of season would we have had without Crisis? Because it still feels like nothing really changed. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave I that there. Something, something would have changed. I don't know why I didn't need that because mm-hmm. I, I thought about that because a lot changed with Ash and, and Supergirl, mm-hmm. and I haven't been caught up with them. I just know from watching previous crossovers, yeah. I of things change on both of those shows mm-hmm, including mm-hmm. Arrow when it was on but yeah with Batwoman it's like nothing yeah yeah damn near the same with uh, Black Lightning but I'm I'm gonna I'm a leave that alone bro um so Alice comes out of this dreamland where I don't know this nigga name but the doctor is giving her shock therapy like electrocuting this motherfucker in the head telling her pretty much torturing her like yeah that may feel like reality but this is your reality you are in hell and I don't know what's fucked up but we go right from there to I don't know man this opening scene with Batwoman chasing this black dude who's stealing something um I don't know what kind of building this even is. It has like a hundred stories. Um, and he's going down the stairs. I don't know, whatever. So she whoops his ass and and takes his shit and he's giving her attitude. Like, he's giving her a lot of attitude. He ain't scared of her. He's just like, yeah, fuck it. I've been warned, bitch. Take this shit. I don't give a fuck. And but it's like, she wasn't even about to punish him for stealing. Yeah. She was like, like, whenever he turned around, and tried to attack is when she just went ape shit on him. And it's like... And then almost killed him. Yeah, I thought this motherfucker was dead. And... I, I don't know, man. Y'all y'all know the hill that I die on. And I'm trying to remove that. Because I was like, oh, This black boy, why? But, no, nah, whatever. I'm going to look at it as he's a bad guy. It happened. But, regardless of color, I really feel like she... She almost killed this man. Like, yeah. his neck, I thought his neck snapped when she knocked him down them steps. Now, you a criminal, so I can only give you so much, but, god damn, you, you, you almost killed this boy, <laughs> and I don't. I, I give them credit for, because she had an anxiety attack. After yeah, that. yeah, yeah, that's important. I'll give them credit for being consistent with the anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important, and I did, I like that, uh, even though I'm kind of on the fence about her killing Cartwright and, and having the issue, I'm like, this nigga killed your mama. But in context of the show, that makes sense. Like you said, it's consistent. But I don't think I would be having... Alice took, yep. Alice took a whole oxygen tank. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> she burned the, the queen of hearts like with no problem. She's like, all right. That's what I'm like, man. I don't know. Is Kate even really cut out for being a Batwoman then? Because not that you got to be a ruthless killer, but like you can't think that you can go about your life as a vigilante and nobody end up dead. Like, and I can understand like that's the difference. Like Alice was traumatized, but 
and that was kind of the breaking point. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's, I mean, <laughs> Cartwright did confess to you what he did and what happened. So you should be pushed to some type of edge. And, um, and even speaking of that, I would think that would give them more empathy for Alice. Y'all already know what she's been through, so it's not a secret. But the fact that you can, this man confessed, and then you flipped the switch and killed him, y'all don't give her no, like, if you was like, oh, that bitch, she could be normal. She's just doing this shit on purpose. And then you end up killing the nigga that that cut your mama head off. You got to be like, okay, maybe she has some points. I mean, she's still crazy, but maybe... I feel like they ain't really trying to hear it for her. Fuck them, bro. They. <laughs> so this motherfucker have a panic attack on the roof, and uh, see the bat signal, and then we go to like a week later, and this is where shit starts. Now you tell me, cause you know more about DC Lord than I do. This detonator person is this made for the show, or is this somebody in like Batman? Lore. Detonator is a Batman villain, but he's not prominent like that. Mm-hmm. The Detonator, I would put him in the category of like um, of the Clock King. Oh, ooh, but sweet. the Clock King is fire. Right? Uh. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie, Clock King is fire. But Detonator is along that kind of mm-hmm. like there's a top tier of Rogues yeah. Gallery for Batman. I would put detonator sort of like the bottom. Now you don't see what pop up. With that being said, and again because you know a bit more than I do, do you think that Batwoman would have been better if they had have strictly used Batman like C and D list rogues gallery characters and built them up to be bigger? Like for her versus like I don't know, Tommy Elliott, Hush, and then, like, like more notable names. Yeah, I, I think if they would have taken a lot of those, I, let's say, C and D list mm-hmm. villains and then built them up, that would have been perfect. Yeah. And the one thing I kind of give, um, the one thing I give Supergirl credit for mm-hmm. is in season, I think it's season one. Yeah. Red Tornado, even though it was just a one-off episode, they mm-hmm. used Red Tornado, which is a Superman villain. Yeah. So, I, I mean, could have did that and then built it up or learned from the mistakes that they did with Supergirl and mm-hmm. then built up some villains. Yeah. That See, I'm, I'm in the same camp. Um, I guess mainly, be, and not to compare companies, but I look at what Marvel did with Iron Man, and I'm like, you took a character that people oh, yeah. may have recognized visually but made him like a household name almost akin to a Batman and Superman why not do that with the villains lesser known villains of other DC characters like some random ass I don't know like monkey nigga from like way back in the 70s who nobody came who like showed up in one or two ep- one or two comics and then make like, that her rose gallery where it's the, I don't know I just always thought it would and that's be- the thing and that's why I respect um Marvel so much for how they did Loki. Mm-hmm. Loki's recognizable to the comic fan, but household wise, mm-hmm. well, who the hell is that? And then they just flip the switch and yeah, you mentioned Loki and everybody loves Loki. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. I'm, I'm a big fan right here, big fan. 
Um, yeah, that's I I I was because I, when I hear shit like Magpie, I know who the fuck that was. Yeah. And now I do, and so if I was to read a book with Magpie, I'm like, oh, okay, I know this girl, but. I'm thinking like, man, you either create an original villain and then mix in one or two. I don't know, but I mean, they did what they did. Maybe if they build Magpie, Mm -hmm. that's uh, my sort of way. Yeah, like I I liked her more, but I I could care less. And with the end of, mm, let me not get ahead, but yeah, I'm with you. I don't think that they did a good job with this. Okay, let me let me. Explain. I don't think they did a good job with this season as far as making it a cohesive season. No, no, no. That's not the right choice of words. I feel like it was a lot of one shots. It wasn't a lot of story arcs. I feel like it was a bunch of like villain of the weeks, and then this like underlying I, I'm becoming Batwoman story, which is fine. But to your point, if Magpie had have been teased in like episode two, not even Magpie, but the civilian identity of her and other characters like it would have to be able to look back and be like oh she was in episode three she was the one who was you know i don't know in the cab with kate or something i just think it would make it feel a bit better but you i mean logistics and shit she came out of nowhere because you got to remember how Magpie was introduced like they Mm. opened the episode with her breaking in yeah we don't even know who she really is yeah Fuck them, man. This is... I think this... I think this show should have been more of a detective mystery type show. Like... Like... Though I haven't watched Nancy Drew, every fucking uh, preview was like, what the fuck she gonna get into this week? Now we find out who right. killed the horse on Richard's farm. Like, it was, it was very much like, this is a mystery. And I feel like this show should have been more like that. But... We got we got. You know, shit happened. Um, we get a police officer, Gotham police officer, who wakes up in his car and he is, he has, um, TNT, uh, strapped to his stomach and he got a tape recorder in his hand. He pushes it and the voice is like, Hey, you got two choices. You can, uh, sacrifice yourself or you can push this button and a bunch of people going to die. And I mean, he pushed the button. I, I mean, when you... <laughs> What do you expect? I don't, I don't know. That was the most realistic reaction, though, because I was thinking, I'm like, okay, um, that woman going to come in and say, do something. Right. I don't know what was about to happen, or the crows, or yeah. Jacob, somebody. And he was just like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? Like, and, oh, I want to, okay, I'm going to just say what I'm thinking. Even with the, political climate that we're in now and with race relations, especially when it comes to police. I don't know if I would hold it against a police officer in real life for doing this same thing. I mean, what do you expect, man? Like, you... I have a bomb strapped to my body and you, like, push a button and some people die. So, like, is he supposed to just let himself die? Because how I know you ain't gonna blow them people up anyway? How I know you ain't gonna blow me up? Like, I don't I don't know. It was so, the, the reaction was so realistic. I didn't see that coming. Like, oh, me, yeah, me either. Me either. I, ugh, he that that man. He he did that. Sorry, bro. <laughs> so he got out apparently, and then we get we hear the reports about. It, I could suspend belief, but I was like, how the fuck did 
um, what's homegirl, the, the radio host, how does she know that he did this? But she's like, yeah, there was a police officer and he killed a bunch of people and instead of saving him, to save himself and pretty much shaming him. And I'm like, man, this ain't a black and white situation. This is very, very stressful. Like, what do you expect from this nigga? Um, soon after that, we get Mary in her underground hospital and Batwoman is being rolled in. And so I'm looking at this like, what the fuck wrong with her? Only to find out it is a, um, not copycat. Yeah, I guess copycat. Somebody who wants to, okay, I'm going to say something. This, this seemed like a very white thing to do. So Batwoman's rolled in. The Dark Knight. Bro, like, <laughs> Mary's like, what are you doing here? Such and such, you ain't supposed to be here. And then homegirl's like, well, it's Batwoman left us and people need something to believe in. And I'm here, you know, I they need to at least think that Batwoman is here. And I'm like, who put you up to the task, lady? It was just a random white lady with blonde hair. And like, there were no credentials. It wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm a police officer, you know, they kicked me off the force, I gotta do something, and Batwoman, like, even the the rationale was silly as fuck, so, because Kate is having these panic attacks, and dealing with the murder, she has not been protecting the city, how much work, okay, I'm getting riled up, how much work can one woman do, when there are a slew of villains, and I get this as a show, so I'm trying to scale down my expectations but how much shit is going on and how much time has passed from when she killed Cartwright to the opening of this episode for this chick to be like right like Batwoman is missing what do you mean it has not been Bruce was gone for four years this has been a week y'all just got this shit y'all just found out she was a lesbian like two episodes ago Relax. Like, I don't know, fam. This shit. Like, they wanted us to care real bad. And I'm, you got this imposter that comes in. Mm. And I saw her, and I'm like, and all I could visualize was the Dark Knight. Mm. It was like, I think it was like maybe four or five imposters that were on that, that car garage. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck her. I mean, I can't hate though. They they are shooting it in the same area they shot the Dark Knight. So. Yeah, I mean, it was it's, it was an interesting story beat. I just feel like, again, if I had have been, if I had have wrote this season, I would have already introduced imposters. Like, why would because if the, if somebody feels that strongly after a week of no Batwoman, there had to have been Batman imposters from, like, the last four years. Like, you could, mm, but, you know, I'm not writing it. If they, they can hit me up for season two, and I can give them some pointers and shit, you know. But, uh, go off, sis, I guess. Um, so, yeah, so, now, Kate lives above the bar. Is this new? Have I just been... Yeah. Right? This is brand new. So Okay, but everybody's acting like this shit just been going on. I was like, man, we have never fucking seen her house, man. We've never seen where she stay. She never says she lives above the hoot shoot or whatever the fuck this shit called. Like, 
we supposed to go with this? You live in the Batcave, sis. You don't have a house, but I guess so. So, yeah, her and Julia talking to shit, and they're, I don't know. She's dealing with the fallout from killing that nigga Cartwright, uh, putting on a suit, having PTSD. She crossed the line when she killed her. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't really care about this because I feel like you, it no good. It doesn't make any sense though, because throughout the episode, it's like she's skeptical of throwing the suit on again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how does that happen within a week? And I don't suffer from PTSD at all. But then it was like, if and I hate to relate this back to. Nolan's Batman, but in The Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. um, well, his back was broken, so that's a little different. Uh, actually, Batman animated series when he was drugged, yeah, and yeah, because it was Scarecrow. It took him a while to own up to the fact that he is Batman. Mm-hmm. I remember that episode because he was struggling; like he kept having flashbacks of his parents having anxiety attacks and then he was just like I can't do anything I can't do it I'm not really Batman Yeah. so I'm like how does that happen with Kate that she just can't throw the damn costume on in a week's time yeah and I would have been fine with it if in the next episode she also couldn't put the costume on like it feels like again the villain of the week this is her issue this week and it's consistent from last week but it it I don't know man. She's been out of her costume for the majority of the season. That's the crazy part. Mm. Man, fuck her. No, I mean <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. She uh talks to Julia. Julia gives her like a little pep talk. Not really, but like pretty much get your ass up and get out there. Uh we go on to Arkham. Now I need to look at if some of the scenes in Batwoman are being shot in the same area as Riverdale because this Arkham room, this Arkham Asylum room looks exactly like I remember the sisterhood of the sisters of quiet mercy, like Christian nun cult space. <laughs> it looks the same. And I'm like, man, is this the same set or is this just something similar? Either way, all these old school criminals talking shit, Tommy Elliott. You might be right. Hmm? Might be right. I th- it looks like it to me, you know, but I ain't fuck with Riverdale in like a season and a half, so I could be wrong, but this looks like, it looks like it. Um, Yeah, so Alice and friends are sitting around in a you know, circle therapy or whatever, um, and Tommy Elliott is just talking shit. He's kind of spazzing out, talking about Bruce Wayne. He got a, a shank in his Vans, which is clearly visible. Um, this is a horrible hospital. And Magpie is... There. It's just like, we we get a greatest hits of Batwoman this season. And I enjoyed this, but I think this could have been executed better. Because we really don't get a greatest hit. We get Tommy, we get Magpie, we get Mouse and Alice. And I feel like we got somebody else. No? Mm-mm. 
No, no, no. It's just them. Because nobody else is really on screen. But everybody get to freaking out, humping walls and screaming and yelling and shit. And Alice is looking like, what the fuck is going on? Like, she's the only one with her wits about herself. So, kudos to her. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I really got to look back at this season as a whole once we get to that 20th episode. Because I don't know. I don't know. I still got a beef. From episode two to three, and then what happened in five? Man, that shit makes zero sense. Bro, maybe dialogue-wise, but I don't know, man. It shit just did not make sense in between that time. Yeah, yeah. This this show is 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 something, man. Um, like I said, my my. I think Alice is what makes me overlook a lot of stuff, and I really need to like either act like I don't like her or just forget her scenes altogether, because. Uh, they be on some shit, man. Um, what happens next? So we find we see the detonator from behind. He's building a bomb, uh, true crime type shit. I don't. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I okay. I don't know, bro. <laughs> this shows me they do whatever the fuck. They do. Okay, I'm a fan of the show. I like Alice number one. Everybody else is alright. The story at times seems very weak. It feels its strongest when it's about Alice and her shit. Um, I feel like the villains and the villains of the week are not as impactful. Uh, now that we're getting this kind of serious side of Kate with the PTSD and the stress and anxiety, I feel like it's almost a little too late for that. Like, out of all the shit you'd have been through and all the fighting and killing, I, I mean, I guess it's more personal because you're killing a human, but you just went through crisis where you was, like, fucking up a bunch of, like, aliens and shit. Like, I don't know. I just... Anxiety kicked in. Yeah. Oh, mm. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't you come back to you and kill that black boy? Right after, right after crisis, is when the anxiety should have kicked in. The whole mm-hmm. her killing Bruce actually—that should have been the moment. Yeah, that's your cousin. That's that your blood cousin. Oh, but what do we know? We're, we're just some we're yeah. regular ne- Negroes on the internet. Mm-mm. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think that would have been a, a perfect time to fuck her up. But, uh, um, is this Julia's apartment or is this a hotel? This a hotel, right? Where we get Sophie and Julia investigating, doing some sleuthing, and um, I don't know. I just don't. No, no. Sophie is boring me. Not more than usual, but I don't really care about her anymore on this show because I don't see I don't see a reason to I don't like she's kind of fucking with Julia yeah at all like it was one thing when they had her doing stuff but now it's like okay well we gave her we finally gave you all her mother and her little story arc of her coming out and her being fired from the job now that she's back it's like it doesn't matter yeah I don't like. I mean, I'm happy, you know, she getting a check, but she's boring to me. Uh, but her and Julia are teamed up and they doing shit. And then we cut to Luke, 
in the Batcave with this punching bag, which I believe it exists, but what is this doing here? Um, and he looks like the Luke from uh, Crisis. He, like, he's, you know, uh, um, tank top, no glasses, sweating, whooping ass, and he he doesn't know that Cartwright is dead. And so he's, you know, on Kate's head, like, you know, why you been gone, bitch? You been ignoring my texts and shit. Uh, bat lights going unanswered. You still ain't heard nothing about Cartwright. And he fight because this nigga, he going through it. He's going through, like, this shit just happened to him about his dad and, and the murders and all that good shit from last episode. Um, yeah, from there we go to the Crows headquarters with Michael Ely or Early, whatever his name is. And um, we kind of going back and forth. I don't give a fuck about Jacob either. So, I'm sorry. I don't care about them. Um, I didn't have a problem with him so much this episode. Yeah, fuck him. Sorry, it's going to be <laughs> fuck Jacob over here. I hate that nigga, man. I hate him. Shit. But, um, no, he's giving a little pep talk to his group. I'm saying I don't like that dude. Fuck him. He could die. Uh, but he giving this little pep talk and shit. And we're they're talking about this on the detonator. So Sophie revealed that the detonator is an old school villain. Um, we, that's the first piece. Then we get to Luke and Kate talking, and then we get to the crows where they find out that like there's the number twenty one or the twenty four that's etched onto a bomb, some shrap metal or some shit. And we're all we find all this out at once, so that was good. <clears throat> but this is something that nobody knew about. And so if we have a copycat who has the exact same number, 24 or 21, whichever, then we know that this is legit because this wasn't public knowledge. And Kate's like, oh, yeah, that's some shit from back when I was in military school. They put that shit on everything. I don't know. Um, so now we have to find a detonator. Um, I don't know. Luke giving her shit because she ain't been saving the city. I... Bro, I don't... Quick question. Do you think that this show wasn't given the rights to use Gotham Police Department? Like, why do we have the Crows at all? I don't see the Crow. Mm. Mm. That's a good question. I don't even know. Because I don't... There might have been some... There there probably might have been some restrictions. I mean, yeah, and I can see that, and I think the Crows are a very good stand-in, but it just leaves me to be like, man, you got a homeless problem in this city, you got the wealthy doing whatever the fuck they want, you got a criminal, new criminal every other week, you don't seem to have a jail, you have an asylum that you lock these people up in, and then you have a vigilante who's like doing whatever the fuck she want, it must be nice to be rich, man. Um, so, he telling her, like, put on a suit and get out and go figure out some shit. She's like, man, I ain't gonna do that, I gotta... I can't put on a suit. I got to uh, go and investigate this shit in my regular clothes. And Luke is trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with you. Like, why, why ain't you more amped? Why ain't you not more ready to do some shit? Why can't you put on a suit? And she's like, oh, if I told you, you wouldn't want me to put on a suit either. I feel like anybody working with her knows that there's a possibility somebody could die. Like, sis. Well, that's the part that kind of like annoys the hell out of me towards the end of this episode hmm yeah this is bullshit seeing Luke at the punching bag pissed me off that was the first 
and then her saying that leading to what we mm-hmm. you know at the end of the episode is like mm-hmm. what the fuck like really fuck our man fuck him fuck all them shit um yeah so then we get Arkham Alice walking down the hall Tommy Elliott walking down the hall she say some shit to him to provoke him about Bruce and he end up shanking her in the stomach which is like why ain't these people like handcuffed and shackled up like this is just I, I could suspend belief just to enjoy it but this was weird he stabbed her in the stomach she screamed a little bit walk off with the shank inside of her no blood I, mm. nothing mm. that happened so her whole goal was to get the shank from him which I'm like she could have made her own but okay I guess um, very next scene we get Kate going to this man house about you know I'm checking I don't know thermostats or some shit she make her way in pull up a newspaper hold it up to his face whoop this nigga ass choking him which this nigga he, if Kate is like let's give her 5'7 I know she's not if she 5'7 this man gotta be like 6'2 how are you whooping this nigga's ass like this <laughs> like I don't know man out of all the women whatever so he's like man that was my dad um, he's the fucking copycat. No, my dad was the original, uh, detonator. And this, I, I don't want to say I don't care. Cause I don't, not about this scene in particular. I really don't, but he confesses some shit to her. He stand up towering over her. Like, why didn't he, this man punch her in the chest? First of all, she's a stranger. You are a stranger. In my house. You ain't even dressed as Batwoman. You just in my house fucking with me. You got to die. You got to die. I'm sorry. You got to die. Um, so he revealed that his dad actually died seven years ago. So that couldn't possibly be him uh, with the detonator shit. And uh, there we go. Episode over. And uh, so, <laughs> that's it, y'all. Bye. No. Uh, so the black man who was, this is Reggie's lawyer, right? The, um, yeah. So he has a bomb strapped to him, and he's in the car, and he plays the tape, which is like, man, you're a defense attorney. You claim to stand up for a little guy, for every man, but now you got a choice. Either you kill yourself or you kill somebody else. Now, what I did like about this episode is that we ultimately find out that this is a cycle. So all the people who are being killed are tied to Reggie's, is it Reggie's assassination? Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. And so this detonator is like cleaning house. That's what I did, like, cause it felt like a like a '90s Harrison Ford movie. Like, I don't know what's that movie, uh, The Fugitive or something. But seeing that black man with a bomb strapped to his chest, I wasn't for it, man. I, I wasn't. <laughs> I could see him. I I actually see him more realistically putting the bomb to go off versus yeah. what the cop did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, like if they had it switched around, to me, I could see that. Yeah. And my thing is, who can really blame you? Like, well, I'm not in that situation, but I can imagine if I had a family member that died because this man pushed the button, I would be pissed off. 
But after I calmed down years later or whatever, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a very specific hypothetical situation. But, nigga, push that fucking button. <laughs> like, <laughs> save yourself. No. Uh, so, yeah. So, we get the bomb squad and shit on this man. I, be careful. Dude, we're going to get you out. Which, shouldn't they have? I'm getting worked up again. Shouldn't they have a bomb squad already? What am I trying to say? I don't know. Forget it. So this man got a bomb strapped to his stomach. Cool. He pushes the button. Well, he pushes the, the recorder, rather. And to get this voice like, you the, uh, you know, you the, the charismatic lawyer. And you did this, you did that. And this person is pretty much punishing people for the sins. Which even that. Uh, get so old to me because I'm like, man, everybody ain't Christian, and why you rely on the sin part of it? Because my thing is, pick another religion. What what type of sin does a, a Buddhist person think is a sin, or a I don't know, I don't know, other religion think is a sin? Um, Muslim, like, yeah, yeah, them too, Christian, oh, Muslim, yeah. Buddhist, five times a day. So I gotta put like. Yeah, give me something different. Like I'm, I'm fine with the like religious overtones, but just give me something else. This feels like easy as shit. But it happened. Um, so Mouse runs up on Alice in like the common area. And he's like, "Man, what the fuck going on? Tommy's in solitary." And she's like, "Yeah, nigga, I know, and I got a shank stitched into my stomach." And I was like, what the fuck? So she uh pulls it out. And then we, okay, we go back to homeboy. So he calls uh, Jacob to come over. He's like, man, look, I got a bomb strapped to my stomach. You owe me uh, or something. So he comes over. You know, first we talk to Michael, Michael Early or Ely, whatever. And they race over. Luke playing shit, playing a video game or something. Like, there's a lot going on here. Um... Kate is dressed in civilian clothes on her motorcycle doing her Batwoman thing. Luke is in the dark, as usual. Homeboy at the bomb site. We got news reporters and shit. And... I don't know. I guess I really... They, they're pretty much saying they don't know where it is. They We didn't... Hold on, because at this point I feel like I'm rambling. I'm very worked up <laughs> trying to process this shit. So, we've pretty much figured out where the bomb could possibly be. And we're clearing people out. The imposter Batwoman and Kate, um, Kate uh, Mary, are in the hospital. Mary's like, man, I can't go nowhere. They're clearing everything out. It's like two or three dudes who are like got concussions and stuff. Like, what the fuck is going on, man, in, in Gotham when it ain't nobody attacking this motherfucker that you got all this shit going on where's the regular hospital where's the real hospital um because i was like it just it just like like everything started happening mm -hmm. at once Mm -hmm. automatically those guys are there yeah it's always fucking mary i'm sick of her man to, to add tension yeah i mean I get it, but, like, there's an actual hospital. Why couldn't Mary just work at a hospital? But, well, I don't know, whatever. So, Jacob show up. He stopped homeboy from uh, pushing the button. 
the crows, not the GCPD, but the crows are getting everybody out of this building. Um, uh, what else? We get the civilian, the mayor, telling everybody to fucking leave and shit, evacuate. Cool, we get a head start. And when the bomb does eventually go off, uh, it hits the hospital, and it hits the hospital hard. And, uh, well, not hard. Like, windows are blown out and shit. <sighs> this show feels like many things at this point. You got the, I don't know, Bomb Squad. You got the Law and Order. You got the Action Adventure shit. You got General Hospital. It seems like a lot. I, just, I mean, it just, it does. Uh, Mary kind of bounces back. Um, her and Imposter Batwoman. I don't know. Like when the episode came on, I was I was pumped. I was like, okay, we back. We in this thing. I still like it, but revisiting it weeks later, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, cause I don't know. Just, man. <laughs> when that explosion happened, man, when when. I was thinking, I'm like, oh, snap. All right, here we go. Something serious. Mm. All of a sudden, Mary's still okay. Yeah. Um, The imposter, the girl that was dressed up, mm-hmm. she was okay. But, I mean, she was kind of like, I think she had like a damaged rib or something. I don't yeah. know. Broken ribs or something like that. But Mary was completely fine. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. This that magical blood, I guess. I don't know, man. Um, and yet, add that in. Okay, I forget about that too. Yeah, but, but still, still, still. Um, they don't make the prime thing when it comes to her. Yeah, I don't know, man. They need to to settle on what what the hell they got going on. So when she talks to Batwoman, <laughs> when the fucking hospital is falling apart. And no, no, I'm sorry. When she talks to Kate, uh, <laughs> she says, um, "Isn't it obvious she's Batwoman because the, uh, the imposter is in there with the Batwoman suit on?" Which is, I I like that part of it because I, I don't like their relationship. I don't like Mary and Kate's relationship at all. I think Kate is a horrible sister, and I think Mary is trying too fucking hard. But I don't know what type of upbringing she had. But I don't like, I don't like her. And her, I don't like her obsession with Kate because it doesn't feel like Kate gives a fuck about her. She doesn't. She's horrible, man. So, Mary pretty much tells her, like, hey, sis, cut the bullshit. I know that you're a Batwoman. It's not, you're not good at hiding this shit. It's clear that it's you. And if I could figure it out, who the else, you know, else think you, who, who else do you think could figure it out? That being said, I do want to revisit that photo shoot from like episodes ago i get that this is a show with a particular message i get that kate kane is a lesbian woman but now that i have a lot of episodes in between and some time to reflect again i'm not a lesbian so take my idea with a grain of thought with grain of salt whatever i don't it seems odd that batwoman being a lesbian came out the way it did now, if it came out some other way and she was like a Spider-Man type scene, kissing a girl or whatever, that's different. But to, you did an interview with a magazine and you're on the cover, 
Now that I look back, I'm like, man, that... That's the connection with Carver, man. She got the hookup, right? That shit is stupid. I don't... <laughs> I just... Because in this world, this CW world, are superheroes taking these interviews like this? Mm-hmm. They are. Oh. Especially like Supergirl in the past, bro. Like, they went out of their way to make sure or wrote it in the script for Kara to have a conversation with a character that had something to do with the plot. I didn't like, like that um, shit. I, I can't think of his name, but it, it, it had to do something with last season. Yeah. Whenever the... Uh, I, I don't want to call her Bizarro. Mm-hmm. Bizarro Supergirl. She wasn't Bizarro Supergirl. She was Red Daughter. That's what it was. Okay. Because they were off of the Red Sun Superman. Okay. She interviewed the guy who I think worked on like experiments. Mm-hmm. Like that. So that they go out of their way to do that with Supergirl. Man, I guess. I just. Interesting. That, that shit did not surprise me. But that just seems silly as fuck. Like, I mean, I, I I get the pride in being a lesbian. That's not lost on me. And I was, I think I'm really falling on Luke's side when he's like, well, yeah, be, be you know, Captain America's girlfriend. Like, as a misdirection, because I, I just feel like being a vigilante and being a superhero, your biggest fear is somebody finding out who you are. If you are a lesbian, but everybody thinks Batwoman is a heterosexual woman, I think they already think you're a chick with long red hair, if they can't tell that that's a wig. So why the fuck not? I, and I only bring it up because for Mary to have this conversation with her and be like, man, I know you're a fucking Batwoman. Like, it's not that hard. I feel like that's one piece that feels like Batwoman went out of her way. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it's good for young lesbian girls to see their superhero be like, but that just seemed like a weird way for it to come out. Uh, I don't like it at all. Yeah. It's, it's like all of a sudden she's like, I, I've looked up to you or believed in you and this whole damn speech. But in previous episodes, like if you see the way that she was treated, mm-hmm. It was like she was being alienated and neglected by her, her sister. So it's like, it's just weird. I was yeah. like, where did this speech come from? Mm-hmm. Man, fuck this. Fuck all this shit. I, I just feel like it could have been a better way for it to come out. But that's just me. Um, So we get Mouse and Alice teamed up, which I don't know why they keep having these niggas be together. Like, how do you work at Arkham and don't know to keep them two separated? They end up killing two niggas, the, the regular doctor, the therapist, psychiatrist, whatever, who was torturing people. And then like his assistant, which that's bound to happen. I feel like the people working at Arkham are not protected. They don't have the right protections. Cause shit, they, you just walking around freely. Nobody's handcuffed. Nobody's again. I don't know. Watch, watch privilege work. Cause this shit is weak as fuck. Um, they're dead, then Alice and Mouse takes over, take that nigga face off. Um, then we go to Wayne Tower where Luke is in his, I don't know, Ivy Park, and he's like, man, fuck this shit. Y'all, y'all ain't gonna come up with nothing else. Julia and, and, uh, Sophie get some shit together. So they find about Maple Street. They did a lot of investigating, um, some rookie cop 
who they think is the detonator. It was a good scene. I mean, you know, they did a lot of detective work. Um, I don't know. I, I hate to say I don't care, but okay i'll tell you i didn't really i did not really have an issue mm-hmm. at all it's just certain moments like um kate being afraid to put the suit on then you mm-hmm. got married um with the speech which doesn't make sense if you watch previous episodes yeah and like the the whole setup of how they took down the bad guy and everything that didn't bother me mm-hmm. at all just like bro that ending pissed me off so bad. That's just like, I didn't even go back to watch it a second time. Cause I'm mm. like, that didn't just happen, bro. Well, <laughs> I mean, just say that. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it is, it is what it is. I suppose at this point, um, Jacob get his ass beat or he get hit in the back of his head in the crow's facility. And he gets knocked down, wake up, right after Kate gives her bat suit a little speech and he has a bomb strapped to him he has to play me tape recorder and pretty much we find out it's Michael Early Michael Ely whatever we find out it's this nigga and I feel like we were suspicious of him when he first showed up Hell yeah. because this show to me isn't doing a good job at like bringing in people okay so i feel like they they're not doing they're not introducing people early enough i think maybe he was a few episodes out where but at this point he's a random person even though i i'm I'm familiar with his face he's random because he hasn't been in anything else on the show like he so he's the odd man out Hmm? that first time whenever um jacob was like questioning the corrupting going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the first time we ever seen that dude. Which that was the introduction to him. I it's it, but it's never set right with me. Like you got this guy here. He's clearly a, like a, a tacked on extra character, but he's not. It just seemed obvious. Like I like the way they discovered it, but it never felt like a mystery. If if they if they had him early on in the season as like um like a supporting character, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you've seen him every once in a while, scene yep. for scene, and then it got to the point whenever he was being questioned and him playing along, like what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Leading up to this would have been perfect. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't. Is it, you see him as as the the copycat, the guy? Yeah. And then, if you think back, the only time you ever saw him or suspected anything was that episode when Jacob was mm-hmm. questioning. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, okay, that's obvious. He is bad. Yeah, we never see him when good shit going on. He got questioned for the damn money. Every time he came up with something negative. And then for him to have so much importance when Jacob was asking about that money, I'm like, I don't even know this nigga. You never said Tim, the accountant guy, you know, you never referenced him. So, yeah, this is kind of obvious. So, I don't have an issue with the way they discovered who he is. I just hate that he was the person who was the bad guy. And for him to be the one who was responsible for 
Lucius is deaf. It's like, I feel like they didn't really have that shit worked out before this season happened. They just knew they wanted Luke Fox. And since Batman is gone and Lucius is dead, like they didn't, this feels like an afterthought. So I don't know. Um, Batwoman whoops his ass while he in his uniform. He's like, "You see the badge, bitch? It's me. I'm with the crows." And she's like, "I right, fuck you." Uh, and then we find out there's another bomb, or that this bomb is underneath the crows' security building. Man. Looking back, I don't even care, man. Like, <laughs> I I can't get with them. This is you should have. They should have. Um, I don't know, man. Me either. One bomb the crow security building. The other was. Uh, uh, mm. Um, one was that Wayne Enterprises. Mm, this was at, that was at the homeless. Was that a homeless? No, what was that? With the when the black man had the bomb. No, it was at Mary's Hospital. Whatever, whatever that is, that building. Is that a Wayne that building? Was, hmm? That was Wayne Enterprises. Okay. Okay, and then the first one was at that bank. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't. I don't know why that was a discovery. Oh, the bombs at Crow Security. Mm-hmm. It's that like there's not enough for us to care about Crow Security. I, I don't give a fuck about them. Mm. Uh, Julia and Sophie go to Jacob's aid, and Sophie is okay. So now I'm really pissed because Sophie is. I guess trained on like dismantling bombs because she's literally on her knees with like some tools fidgeting with his bomb thing. Why do you keep firing this girl? She seems to be like the most competent, like the last person you need to fire. Like, I. He would never, he, he never questioned her integrity, apparently. Man, fuck him. He a bitch. <laughs> fuck him. So, I just. So she says she can deactivate it, but like, it, like she's so confident. Like, so if I'm just taking what you give me at face value, Sophie is competent. She spent many years in that damn uh, military school. Um, she was very like she rose to the ranks in the Crow Security. Like she was, and then she was also your surrogate daughter. Why keep firing this girl? She has so many fucking skills and is so valuable to the company. Why are you firing her so fucking much? Fuck them, man. So, close to the end, we get the showdown between Batwoman and Michael Early. Then, a new player enters the chat. It is Luke. He is in his hoodie, his Nike's Originals, and he pulls a gun out. And... Now, I have to say this. I know what type of show we watching, but again... Having this black man point a gun at this other black man. This, I just. I, 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 I didn't have a problem. Oh, Only because I'm like, it is about freaking time that they had Luke do something. Yeah. No, that and part. Was, 
mm-hmm. being pushed to the edge. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. why now? Mm-hmm. Why now? But I, I see what you mean. It just it's some, and then this nigga got on a hook. Like I and I, I would have probably said a week ago. Oh, I'm thinking too deep into this particular part. But I'm like, <sighs> okay, yeah. I'm finna... He had to throw the hoodie on him to to, to let him know, the... let us know that he's tough now. Man, I just and then thinking about like Luke Cage with the hoodie versus the Trayvon Martin. I don't, you know, whatever. This is I'm I'm looking at this show through my black experience lens, and I. I, I just don't like the optics, and mainly because I think if the if the villain dude had have been flushed out better, I would have been okay with it. Cause I'm like, okay, this nigga been in the cut for the longest of time. He didn't rose up to the ranks. He, you know, we we liked him or we knew him as a crow member, and now he, you know, now I'm like, okay, but he this is random dude number five. Um, so Luke shuts down the uh, Wayne Enterprises and with the best CGI in town, I guess. So they're locked in. Him, uh, the killer, and Batwoman. He got this gun pointed at this man. He's like, look, man, I'm going to fucking kill you. You fast, but you ain't that fast because homeboy start like reaching for a knife or some shit. And he's like, why the fuck you kill my dad? Bitch. Fuck you kill my dad, hoe. And so he said money. And even that, I, I guess I wasn't expecting some grand villain speech, but he's like, man, Tommy Elliott, he put me up to this. He he had me kill Lucius, and it was for a journal. And Tommy obsessed with that journal. And um, he got to me after I was recruited to the Crows. Well, nigga, that's why I need to know what this nigga backstory is then. Because I feel like if he had showed up sooner and we already got Sophie's fake ass, I'm from the hood, Bible Belt in Gotham, which is like New Jersey, and my mama hate gay people and I grew up poor, why we couldn't get some of that with him that would make me think... Because him telling me, oh, I didn't kill this nigga for money, okay, generic villain. But it wasn't like, man, I grew up poor, I have shit. Yeah, I got this crow's job, but all, all my life, every time something good happened, something bad came, and I just needed some security for a rainy day or something. It was just like, oh, I killed him for money. And I don't know. Go basic. Yeah. And for, for, for killing a character that is so integral to some of, if not a lot, of Batman lore, and this show in particular, this is Luke's dad like this is the second time we've gone after his dad's killer i don't know i don't know luke knocked this nigga out with his gun and jacob bitch ass is talking to sophie about the crows and how he started the crows to protect gotham and i was like but weren't there a gotham pd nigga like what do you what do you mean like and then this is the private company that rich people were benefiting from. Because who was it? Was it Magpie or was it one of them chicks was like, yeah, fuck the crows. Like, that was just a status symbol when I was growing up. Like, I, so like y'all wouldn't, man, fuck them. So, um, Sophie and Julia do they whole will they, won't they, lesbian thing. And... 
Sophie's like, man, I'm not leaving my boss. You can leave, but I'm not leaving him. And I'm like, chick. <laughs> bro, fuck. What do you mean? That's not even your boss. At this point, you're not even a crow. You're not hired. You're fired. You've been fired several times. This nigga then, your husband left you. You fired. Your surrogate dad is talking shit about you to your mom. He, your mom didn't know you gay now, and now she hates you. Like, your life is worse off because of this man. This is not the first or even the second time this man has fired you. What do you mean? I'm not leaving my boss. Sis. This is a dog. Man. I, I hate her. I mean, I don't, but I hate Jacob. Um, but especially because they don't have chemistry. I think if Jacob and Sophie, the character, the actors, had better chemistry together, then I could almost see this. I mean, I still couldn't because he's a fucking bitch. But this is terrible. This is very bad. And I'm not leaving my boss. Like, whoa. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not leaving my slave master. Okay, sis. But I'm out of here. I just, I, I don't know, man. Um, she could do better without Jacob. These bitch-ass crows. And Kate with this damn guilt shit like, oh, I killed Cartwright and I'm so upset behind it. He had your mama's head in a freezer. I would not care. I'd kill him again. She, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. That would have made her so much cooler if she didn't care. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in, like, and I can even see the regret, but I would have to. It would have to be more than just I took a life because this ain't some random. Like, if she had had that reaction, had she had killed that black boy from the beginning of the episode, then cool because he was just a regular criminal and you was trying to take him down. This is a man who murdered your, no, who decapitated. Well, hell, we don't know if she he could have murdered the mom too. Shit, he decapitated your mama. His mama wore your mama's jewelry in front of your already psychologically abused sister. I'm a, I'm gonna kill you and I'm gonna just chop pieces of your body off. Like I'm, I don't know. Um, yeah. So Luke, Luke getting ready to shoot this nigga and she's like, "Hey man, I killed Cartwright and that's why I'm sad." And he's like, "Man, that's why you would want to suit up, huh, man?" Okay, nigga, and, like, I don't, like, and then she talks about something about, like, how the Joker is dead in this universe, and it's, like, alluded to that, and I'm like, nigga, when, when, when did he that, die? That angered me so like, much. They never I brought said, that. He's like, I can't, I, I just felt like you'd be disappointed in me, and da-da-da-da-da, and it's like, wait a minute. You don't even like him. Like, you're supposed to, like, how narcissistic can you be to just sit there and flip that and say, yeah, I didn't think, I think, I would have thought you looked at me in, in a different way or saw me in a different light. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, I don't think he would have cared. He just at wanted all. to know, why haven't you caught Cartwright? Yeah, and then, motherfucker, his daddy was murdered. So I think he would be okay with you killing a nigga that decapitated your mama's head. Like, I... And then she's like, I, I broke... Oh, my God. The code. Broke man's code. <laughs> what code, sis? 
you think you're the only one. Why do you think he's been gone for all this time? She's like, have you noticed that Joker has been gone for five years? Well, why are you even here? And then, basically implying, he didn't outright say it, but it implies that Batman, Mm. the reasoning for his disappearance was killing the Joker. And it's like, hold up. And so basically, oh, yeah, you killed somebody, but so did Batman, so everything is okay. Mm. Fuck out of here. This is strange. It's it's strange. I said, no way. I said, no. I said, Batman don't, nah, he don't get down like that. In the comics, Batwoman does, but Mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah, she is. See, this is what I'm talking about, man, like. She be shooting people in the comics, so it's just like, bro, like, let her have that. Don't try to put. Yeah. You're gonna take the guilt trip off of her by saying, "Oh yeah, one of the most well-respected heroes in the comic book world of DC also broke his coat." Like, fuck out of here, man. Yeah, like, and it would have been better to like. Why bring up the Joker and Batman at all? Why bring them up? Why? Because. At this point, now you can't do anything. Not that they was ever going to have Joker on this show, but to explain it away, like I don't know, it just it feels very Defenders Netflix esque to have them even. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like it, and I I don't like mentioning the Joker, and especially if you were going to mention him and make it be this big thing, why not? make it matter. I don't feel like that mattered with this. Like, okay, yeah, let's say Batman killed the Joker and he left. Why the fuck aren't we addressing that if that's the reason why he's been gone for four years? Like, what? This seems very half-assed. Like, Because hmm. only, we only got, like, Easter eggs when it came to Joker. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what is it, Jack Napier? Yeah. Um, and then who else? Who, uh, I think he was mentioned in um, Crisis, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Real brief. Like, it wasn't anything. It was real subtle. But never to the fact where they're saying, oh, yeah, there's a there's an Arrowverse version of the Joker. Like, huh? Mm-hmm. They just like, hey, Joker, da-da-da-da, this, that, and the third. It's just Joker. And then they just made Easter eggs off of it. Mm-hmm. Now y'all have the thing. Yeah, man, fuck them. This is some bullshit. And kiss my motherfucking ass because this. I just and it's it's really frustrating. I, I saw a tweet that a girl made like maybe a month or two months ago, and you know they do them damn scopatumana ass fucking posting shit. And so somebody posted the CW logo, and her response was, "Yeah, y'all give a lot of um, y'all real really hard on these shows." For these to be network uh, TV shows. And I'm like man. That's not. If the, if this ain't your thing. This ain't your thing. I'm not talking shit against her. I mean everybody got their opinion. But I feel like. When you have a large machine. That is comic books period. And you have these large ass companies. Marvel, DC. And then the comic side. You have all these indie companies. And big names. And then you have all this money poured into movies just looking at the mcu for over the last fucking 12 15 years you cannot then say 
oh, y'all too hard on these shows. These shows exist, like, there's no, bad TV is bad TV, period. And if you have a season of a show out, you look at Riverdale season one versus every season that followed was trash. You look at the season one of a bunch of shows, and then you look at the, when it went downhill, I don't give a fuck if this was CW, if this was the DC app, if this was a web series. You have to adjust your expectations a bit, but I don't think, especially when this show came after Arrow, after Flash, after Supergirl, like you, I don't even watch them like that. And you got the blueprint right there. Like, I don't know. I think she was wrong because this shit Wait, she was just defending CW as a whole or comics. Well, I think it was more or less the comic book shows because she was like, uh, for y'all really hard on these. I want to say she said these comic book shows or these superhero um, shows like for them to be this network TV. I'm like, network TV don't I've mean seen fire. Hmm? I've seen some fire network TV shows based on the comics. And I... Uh, 1990s being one of them. And honestly, it's a lot of the shit that I'm even take issue with is sometimes it's not even like the comic book stuff. Like with Sophie, she, we opened up the show with her being the former love of the lead character. Cool. She's the very diehard by the book police girl. Cool. But then she has this random husband that then disappears. He's nowhere to be found ever again. Then we find out that her mom hates gay people. And it's it's it just feels like they're just throwing shit against the wall for each episode. Whatever makes sense. Well, I'm like... That's, that's not an excuse. Because right? then you can go back to what? The, the 80s? Yes. The Incredible, the Incredible Hulk show? Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. So it's like... You can't really argue or try to make an argument in defense of CW. Yeah, I mean, I mean they do Especially some good shit, but Arrow it is uh, Arrow, the last character that I expected mm-hmm. to have this big of a following. Yeah, and then it said, okay, we're gonna take this show and branch off and create the Flash, which the Flash, the Flash is bigger than Arrow. Yeah, but to me spinoff is like mm-hmm. that's crazy I, I don't know that's just me yeah no no I'm with you I just so to that tweet and to all y'all out there I think that's bullshit you can make a good fucking show hell Titans is good and it's not just the violence that makes it good it's the actual story in fact, they put time and energy into giving you a well thought out story but whatever so um we at the crows and Jacob Give Sophie her job back for the twelfth time because she keep fucking losing this. Job. Just get a different job, and then yeah. hmm. wait a second. Yeah, she was fired. But didn't she have her job back like an episode or two ago? No, because she. You see, she been now. If she had her job, she was definitely like suspended because she's been spending time with Julia trying to solve this fucking case forever and a day. He put that pin back on her jacket. Hmm. Listen, they were sitting in the car, I think, was it last episode or the episode before? I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not for sure, but they were sitting in a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And Jacob was asking her to take on a task. And 
Sophie, to paraphrase what she said, she said, well, consider me. Yeah. Consider me back on the crows again. So I'm like... But does that make... Man, so me. wait a minute. And then now that you're saying that, I, it just clicked. Man, fuck this. That motherfucker is unemployed. I don't give a damn. She ain't got no <laughs> fucking job. Tommy. She... Man, okay, so... She get her job back, and not only did she get her job back, but her girlfriend Julia gets the job too, which is, I mean, okay, but why? I, to make you a series regular? Because why are you? Why are you here? They're trying to fix Sophie and Julia up, which is so awkward. This shit is trash. I don't give a fuck about them. I mean, they they cool, I guess. But then I'm also like, why all lesbians gotta be fucking lovers? They can't just be friends, like. I don't know, whatever. This child gonna do what it won't. But I was, I remember being excited that, okay, they're both leading this team. It's like a, a female-led team about, you know, a woman-led team about fighting crime, whatever. But then I was like, man, so fucking what? Like, first of all, how did Julia get this job? Secondly, why Sophie got her job back? She keep having to prove herself to you, and you the nigga that told her personal business to her mama. Like, that, I'll never forget this nigga for that. You didn't fucking look for your daughter 20 years ago. Fuck you. Um, I don't know. So, Kate and Luke talking, and I guess she over her anxiety now. I don't know. Fuck Kate, too. Shit, I hate her. Fuck her. <laughs> That's it, man. Fuck them. Um, yeah, so they proud of each other, patting each other on the back for not killing that nigga. And he's like, yeah, the Joker had not been here in five years. He's not in Arkham. You know, that nigga dead because Bruce killed him. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? That right there just did it for me. And normally I watch it twice. I didn't even go back to watch that shit twice. Hmm. I'm not for it, man disappearances because he was so traumatized by murdering the Joker. Mm-hmm. He stared into the abyss. And what you're not gonna do is tell me that some billionaire white man who killed somebody is going to be so distraught that he's gonna disappear for four years. I'm not gonna believe that no matter what context you put that in. But also this is Batman. Like And it makes me think of Daredevil. Because Daredevil is just a lawyer. Yeah. So when Daredevil, Daredevil ain't got no problem killing people. Daredevil, he's a religious, he's an overly religious lawyer who fucking would give penance to his, I don't know, whatever the Catholic shit like. That nigga, <laughs> he's still be killing. <laughs> Never disappeared. Uh-uh, yeah. Uh, fuck them, bro. Uh, then we find out that, well, Luke finds out that Mary knows about Kate being Batwoman and there's this little comic relief part yeah that's cool whatever um Kate leaves them to work it out and then we go to Alice talking to the therapist who is Mouse in his skin and yeah they're gonna rule as king and queen so that's episode 17 that's a bunch of bullshit uh I don't know man how you how you feeling about this episode <laughs> The ending fucked that up for me. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, shit, I hate the fucking eggs, but who's your favorite of this episode? I don't know. 
That's fair. I would, I, would, I would say maybe Luke. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I say Luke. No, I would go with Luke too. Yeah, like you said, he finally did some shit. Um. Yeah, Luke, Luke, uh, Luke Fox Cage, Luke Cage Fox. Um, who's your least favorite? Who's your uh, least favorite? Least favorite would have to be. Um, I would say Kate. Okay, that's fair. Fuck her. Yeah. I gotta go with Jacob. I was gonna go with Kate, but Jacob giving Sophie her job back just because she saved you from a bomb. Like, nigga, I, I hate you. You're horrible to all your daughters. You let Beth get fucking attacked and kidnapped. You don't pay attention to Mary. You hate Kate for being a lesbian. I'm convinced. And then even Sophie, your surrogate daughter, you just fucking. You just. You just do whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want. It's like, man, he's the trash. He's the world's worstest dad. Fuck him. This is my problem, man. The biggest issue I got. Episode one started off with the flashback of him, of Batman fucking up, right? Yeah. His his calculation was off in saving um, Kate mm-hmm. and Beth, her mom. Mm-hmm could have simply made that the reasoning of his disappearance. Bro, yes! That was it. That's all you need. You don't really need to go further into detail. It was just messing with him. He couldn't take it. He he was in disbelief that he couldn't save people that were his family, basically. Yep. Disappears. That would have been The crazy part about it, we have yet to figure out who the bus driver was behind that accident do they even care like is that even a person is and i would hope they followed up and say hmm maybe that has something to do with something i don't know but bro y'all can't let the season go by and not do anything about that accident yeah um maybe that'll be a cliffhanger i don't know either way fuck them <laughs> like I'm really mad, man. Um, shit. What about a rating? How many bats out of ten bats? What you rating this? I get that at like a four. Oh, fair. I got it at a five point one. Um, yeah, this was sucky. This was trash, man. Fuck them, bro. Um, <laughs> let us know how y'all feel about this episode. Use that hashtag KIG Pod. Where you? in it to win it were you here for the the bats or were you uh against it or are you in the same camp as us do you think that we were being too hard on it or um or not show your work in the comments <laughs> so yeah that's that and uh let these folks know where they can find you support you uh follow you online uh you can find me on instagram and twitter at i said davis i have a podcast called the social introvert drop every Wednesday and Thursday. I'm available on all streaming platforms where you can get your podcasts. Yes, 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 y'all. You can find me, Carefree Blurred, on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd, everywhere else. Listen to the show before and after this one. Uh, Let me know what you think. 
And of course, the links for Sid and my stuff will be in the show notes as usual. Make sure you take a listen. And um, man, shit, catch y'all same bad time, same bad station. Shit, I guess, hell. Yeah. The fuck? All right.